0: 744-16 till 8, Tommy Tucker, WWL, joined by Mark Rosa, President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, as we are every Friday morning at this time, because it is time to help you manage your money. How you doing, Mark? Happy Friday, sir. How are you? Happy Friday to you is right. You got all your Christmas shopping done?
1: Oh, yeah. Everything's done.
0: All right. Absolutely. And now I'm going to need your word of honor on this, okay? <laughs> Promise me you will not spend more than $500 on me this year. Can you promise oh, me crying that? I'm Do you know how much I have to return now? Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but... Uh, it's, well, how come so late with the news? You could have called me last week. Well, you know what? Next year. Next year, don't I mean, uh, spend more. I mean, I
1: have a Lamborghini coming. I
0: made arrangements. Next year, don't spend more than 500 <laughs> This year, leave okay. it like it is. Let it roll.
1: <laughs> Got it, sir. All
0: right. How you, uh, tell me what we're talking about today.
1: You know, it's it's interesting when I'll get questions, just as a matter of, of, of course, I had the, the credit union's annual meeting was in the spring and, you know, depositors come to the annual meeting. It's not a big crowd, but people come if they're interested in hearing some reports and things. Mm-hmm. And invariably, uh, at every meeting, at least one person comes up with a, a deposit insurance related question that's still misunderstood. People get some of the facts wrong, which might not be in their best interest. And it's sometimes I think they do understand, but they just have to ask to get it clear in their head. And deposit insurance for us started after the Great Depression. So many of the banks were going out of business, and people lost all their money. There wasn't any deposit insurance. Until 1933, Congress set up the, the FDIC, which most people are most, I think, familiar with, and it's – if we haven't noticed on all your financial institution correspondence, commercials, radio, TV, you have to say, oh, we're FDIC-insured or we're NCUA-insured for, for credit unions. But these funds were established years ago to, to add uh, some stability to the banking system and the financial system to say, okay, if, if something happens that you have no control over – and you don't have to watch your bank account every 15 seconds. You know, the federal government has backstopped any losses incurred by banks, and banks can and will go out of business. Credit unions can and will get merged out in case their, their capital gets to low levels. And the government said, we're, you know, we're probably the most advanced financial system in the world. And part of that advancement comes with this deposit insurance that's not enjoyed by everybody. At, at, at this late date, all the credit – I have some – Friends in um, in Russia, all of the credit unions there, there are a couple of thousand of them, none of them have deposit insurance. I I've, I've, uh, know a, a, a guy that uh, is, is uh, running a credit union in Ghana, Africa. None of the credit unions there have deposit insurance. There is just a conversation. They wish they had what we had, and look how long ours has been going on. It's 90 years since we've had this deposit insurance. The other part that – and so, well, let me say this. It, it started after the Great Depression at $40,000 per bank deposit. That was big money. That lasted for a number of years until Congress increased it to $100,000, probably the amount that sticks in most people's minds because I think that has been around – that limit was around for the longest period of time. And here comes a credit crisis in 8 09. so some of the fixes that were installed – the TARP fund, the things that the government felt that it had to do to, to ensure some stability after the Great Recession in 08 and 09, was to increase the deposit insurance amount to 250000 That's what we're enjoying today. So in the simplest case, you have a savings account at XYZ Bank or Credit Union. Something happens to the institution, and they're being merged out, or they're closing, or they're they're being sold to another entity. You deposit up to $250,000 in your savings account is insured. In in the most recent case locally, when FNBC, uh, something happened there, and you, you had you know, FDIC came in, it went through all the accounts, they mailed out checks, because I know in, at Jefferson Financial, we were getting a lot of those checks in. They just mailed out the deposit totals to all of the all of the depositors, insured the amounts, and in FNBC's case, I understood that they had private insurance in excess of the 250000 And my point of that is everybody got all of their deposit balance. As I'm, if, if I'm aware of the facts, nobody lost any money there. But during the credit crisis, people lost money. There were cases in California. I know one in particular, a lady sells her house within that process, within 0809, she gets a check for about three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Goes to deposit it into a bank that she didn't realize was on on shaky ground. The bank gets closed, and she lost money. Mm. She got a check for two hundred and fifty thousand instead of the three fifteen. So, like any other insurance, they have limits. And again, reiterating, the two fifty is in existence now. And the FDIC could say, or the NCUA, the National Credit Union Administration, could say, well, you had money in excess of the 250 We will send you a check for 250 That extra amount is lost, permanently lost. What is, I think, added a lot of confusion is when I think the government kind of plays around with, with some of the institutions that have gone under And in the most recent one that you and I were talking about in the spring, Silicon Valley Bank, they had depositors with tens of millions of dollars in accounts that were only insured for the 250. So Janet Yellen, the head of the Treasury, said, you know what, we're going to extend the insurance coverage for all of the money. Nobody's going to lose a dime. We're going to send you a check for what your savings balance was, and everything's going to be covered. Well, that's contrary to what the insurance fund says, that's contrary to what the law says, that's contrary to what the the limits are, but she wanted to add, again, stability, stepping in, going in excess of those amounts, and insuring all of the deposits of Silicon Valley Bank. And There were two other large banks that failed in the spring. I remember you and I talking about them. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features
0: and taxes and fees may vary.
1: But it's you know that's at the whim of the government. Technically, they don't have to, to mail out checks for an excess of the two hundred and fifty. So it, you know, that that's where I think a lot of the confusion comes in because people hear about things like that, and it just if, and when they ask me, it's like, well, I have to tell you what the facts are. Credit union accounts, like bank accounts, are insured up to the two hundred fifty thousand. In case anything would happen at any point in time, you'll, you'll get and you'll get the check for two fifty, uh, or up to two fifty. You know, if you have two hundred in there, you're not going to get a check for two fifty. You're going to get a check for your two hundred. But uh, we have, you know, at, at Jefferson Financial, I see people with a million dollars in a checking account, and it I just think, okay, well that's, I guess, an implicit pat on our backs for somebody to feel comfortable enough to have those types of balances in an overnight type of account like that. And maybe it's, you know, I'm putting some money in and I'm writing a check against it to make another purchase, and the money's only going to be there for a, a short period of time. But I do know accounts that have just routinely had over the 250. So the lady I'm remembering, I could see her face back in April when we had our annual meeting. She said, I got $314,000. You need, you need, okay, you, you, you have a spouse. No. You have children. No. Okay, it's just you. Then you need, I, my advice was you need to take that excess amount, find a, a completely different institution, and put the excess in a completely different institution so all of the 314000 is insured. The other part that people get confused over is, oh, I've got 315 in the account using that same example. I'm going to open up another savings account within the same institution and transfer the excess. That's not going to make it. The, the NCUA in the case of credit unions, the FDIC in the case of banks are going to aggregate all of your deposits in that institution to form a total so in that lady's case, had she done that with me in an ef- in effort to ensure all of her money, if she had the two savings accounts, adding them together, it would go over the two fifty, and then she would just get a check for two fifty. Tommy, I guess I'm saying that it, it, we're way, we're way too advanced now for somebody to lose money on a savings account, and to have a, an account with another institution. You know, that's great if you have loyalty to one. And I'm speaking against myself when I'm encouraging people to find someplace else for some of their money. Mm -hmm. But I just can't, in my mind, I can't. It's like crazy to put the money at risk unnecessarily because the solution is too simple.
0: Very valuable information, as always. and I know there's more. Maybe we'll pick it up next week here, Mark. Never enough time. Thank you, sir. Have a good weekend. We'll talk to you Monday when we take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street. Thank you, Toby. You bet. Mark Rosa helping you manage your money, president CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. A lot of stuff that goes on, and we think somebody's watching, and maybe not necessarily the case. So you do need to be informed, and that's what Mark's helping you with. 7.54, 6 till 8, Traffic Now, WWL.